is over, motherfuckers. <laughs> you ain't never heard no shit like this in your life. You think it's a game? You, you think, think this is some type of game, game bitch? <laughs> What's going on, y'all? My name is Kirk Valentino. And my name is Belange. I got to get my head right. Y'all just starting <laughs> shit. Where's my stylist? What is that on your head? Yo, listen. You right now. Get up off it. Well, yo, I you really doing? feel like like back if this Here was like go. the 70s, like mm. you would have got a lot of play with, with this. I'm getting it now. The ladies That's love That's why you're going it. to the um, skating rink. You going to wear your bell bottoms? I ain't got none, but look, I got my track pants tucked into my shoes. Can you get your shoe off my shoe? Oh, baby. Y'all acting like y'all ain't pod veterans. Like, what's going on? This is how we pod. I'm saying, that's what we do. We just get to talking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all be talking for like an hour, and they be like, okay, so let's get into the show. That's right. (laughs) Welcome to episode 12 of Playtime is Over. We have two special guests with us today. We have some uh, pod veterans in the building right now, and um, I got some notes for y'all. You a veteran already, my nigga? It's been like six years. Don't know how to work an iPhone, please. My name is Tao TV. I'm here with my my co-host, um, the the brilliant bear. Yo, hey, make uh, your noise. Go ahead, bro. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> King Loom. We are the host of Hard or Soft Podcast. Yes, I am. Um, fuck, I'm trying not to say um. But nah, this is so good. This, be yourself. This is what's going to be classified as a dick eating episode. Pause. Um, as y'all know, I'm gay as fuck, but. We have Tahoe on here. I've been watching Tahoe for a very long time. Loom, fix your face. I've been watching Tahoe <laughs> for a very long time. And before we get into you, because I'm be giving you a lot of flowers, and I have some notes for you as well. But I did want to say, what brings y'all to Atlanta? Um, several things for me. I'm going to the Black Effect podcast um thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's some veterans in there. That I, I love and what I love to see is some people in there that I support. I love to see, and I just like the seeing things, the natural progression of, of where we're going with podcasting. You know what I'm saying? You guys are a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Having your show out. This is your 12th episode. Shout out to y'all. So I'm here to celebrate that. You know what I mean? Um, and then I just need to get away. Just need a chance to just you know let my hair down, so to say. You know, so hope my, hopefully my curls don't drop. But, I um, think you came at a good time. It's nice and warm out. Yeah, I got a curl. Really good with it lately. If you get high, you could just no. You gotta commit. Take my shirt off. Keep it on. Don't gotta commit. Gotta keep it on. So boom, loon. You are the one that played with the bitch pussy, and she went crazy on uh, that episode. Was that you? He dove right into that. Playing one. with bitches' pussy now, nigga. <laughs> um, you and play with going I, I crazy. Play, I played with some pussy was she before. What are the plant? With her pussy, she squirted. Was that you? Oh, oh nah. no, no, that wasn't me. No, no, was nah, that? that was a long time ago. That was our ex co-host. Shout out to him wherever he's at. But um, yeah, actually, she was playing with her own her own pussy. We had a uh, we used to have people come on and they would you know squirt for us, so we would tie them up, you know, try to learn different things about sex we didn't know, and so she was like, yo, I could manipulate myself into squirting. And she started, it was little streams, and I'll say, you know what, I'll give you $100 right now if you water that plant over there. And she angled her body, and she threw the vibrator on there. She started busting that shit. She she get one and missed. She came to get and she watered the motherfucking plant. That's right. That The leaves was wet and everything, so. Did the plant die? Great. Huh? Oh, my God. Did the plant die? No, the plant ain't die. That shit was Gucci. It was healthy. It was not Gucci. Okay. As a matter of fact, the money tree, it was a money tree. The money tree. And she's 
been one of the healthiest. So oh, squirt is good for you, baby. That's why you got to put it on your skin. Okay, so boom. <laughs> you have a creative eye. Like, you are, like, literally a creative genius. I've been listening mm. to you from since 2019. That's what's up. I found you because of Mouse. Shout out to Mouse. Shout out to Mouse. Shout out to Mouse. Jones. Shout just, Jones. just seen him in the airport. Really? Is he in Atlanta? Oh, yeah, of no. course. He went somewhere else. They had he's the trap karaoke. Him. He's not going to the Black Effect uh, thing. Well, he has his own tour schedule. Oh, you know what I'm saying? He's the fuck and out that's of me. His business. <laughs> he, can't, he can't, you know, deviate from that to do other things. I'm sure he would love to be here, though, you know. Love that for him. So I found you through Mouse. Then the, the first time I heard your voice, I was like, I got to hear more. Found you. Oh, wow. It was literally at work. It was Tahoe Tuesday. You, do you still upload, upload every Tuesday? Mm, it, I do. I do. I it do. was Tahoe Tuesdays between me and my coworkers. We would all, we had our own pods that we listened to. We all unanimously agreed to listen to. Oh, like, man. when I tell you it's, and then your life experience alone, like the shit that you went through, the way you are able to pick apart situations because of the shit that you went through is just crazy. And then don't get me started on Dodge. Yeah. Oh, Dodge yes. is a fucking powerhouse. Yeah. Not just because she's very eloquent and smart and all that, but the delivery, like it just gives Brooklyn. She, delivery is crazy. Yeah. It gives Brooklyn, like yeah. she's a cancer as well. It's very hard to pod next to Dodge. It's very hard to pod next to Dodge. Like, you know, because her delivery is so, like, finesse. you know what I mean? But it's you hold powerful. your own, though. You hold it's your powerful. own. powerful. I be having to think on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> Not used to that, man. I'll but, just be. Yeah, so um, Dodge is actually a, a, my co-host on my other podcast called So Shameless Podcast. And I swear to God, if you listen, if you hear her, you will love her. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, some people might hate it, but if you hate it, it's just because she's triggering something within you. You know what I'm saying? That's a you thing. That's not a her thing. Very but is. yeah, shout out to So Shameless as well. And then Trom. Yes. Shout out to Trom. <laughs> Trom is hilarious because yeah. Trom is going to sit back for the whole episode and not say shit and then say one thing. And you'll be like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah he, gives, he gives chill vibe. Yeah, like, he's very chill. Tahoe, you're wrong. But when it's time for him to interject, he gonna interject. And then I feel like I love the dynamic on the show. I love how you. Oh, by the way, the name is so shameless. You gotta, you definitely gotta tune in. You always put them against each other. Is that intentional? Yes. Or, yes. I love the dynamic of you putting them against each other. Because yeah. how the fuck are they always on the opposite end of well, every situation? I think that. Um, We've just really gotten used to potting with each other. And it's a dance. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I think I do that anytime I'm in a partnership. It's, whether it's a relationship or a friendship or anything. You, you see what the other person needs or you see where you fit into the situation. You don't become overbearing. You try to do it just right so that y'all moving in synchronous vibes. You know what I mean? And, and Trom, Dodge, myself, we just get each other. And we, and, mm -hmm. and we just do what we're supposed to do to create great content um, and to open minds, right? Like a lot of people just talking shit. Mm -hmm. well, what's the impact? You know what I'm saying? You want to have impact. You want to have, you know, create something in somebody's mind, plant a seed in somebody's mind. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we do best, you know? Mm -hmm. You're not always going to agree with me. You're not always mm -hmm. going to agree with Dodge. You're not always going to agree with Charm. But it, it will make you think. And it will mm -hmm. make you and your coworkers, coworkers talk. Mm -hmm. And it'll help you get through the mundane, right? And then it, you might plant that seed in somebody else later. So, you know, hopefully that's what we're doing. And I'm very thankful Shout that you are um, so speaking family. on it that way. Thank you. It means that what we've tried to do, we're actually accomplishing. So Absolutely. It's definitely gave me a, a push that I need because sometimes when you're working at these bum-ass jobs, you just need some shit in your ear yeah. just to listen to yeah. and get you through the day. And that's why when you split the episodes up, I was like, why is he doing this? I need a full 
two hour or however long y'all go on to get me through the day. Like, but it's okay. I got plans. Okay. So the idea of podcasting started with this little thing. Like it was 30 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever. And it's grown to so much. So, Mm -hmm. so boom, I'm taking it other places. I also want to talk about how you, I'm sure, I'm not sure if I want to get into it yet, but fuck it. But fucking is crazy. Fuck it. But fucking is crazy. But fucking is crazy. <laughs> Love butt fucking, by the way. So, Loon, you were on freaking frack, right? Correct. Are you still on that? Or so freaking frack actually ended um some years ago. But you know, to just to give y'all the exclusive, it's actually revamping. It's coming back very, very soon. Oh, I love a good revamp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely will be on the comeback. Okay, I love that. And I also wanted to get into the fact that Tahoe is a straight, heterosexual black man that speaks up for the gays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta give it so Just people, human beings. This is know? my thing. I wrote a whole paragraph right here. Uh-oh. So this is how I feel about it. So I'm from Harlem. Okay. Oh, fire. So I get it. You know, nigga from New York, stuck in their ways. Not saying that's you, but our, where we from or just whatever. Mm-hmm. I could see how easy it is to get stuck in your ways and in your thinking. And I see the progression that you've made. I listened to the XD episode. That's when it started. I see, so from then and who you are today yeah. is crazy. Like, let me tell you, let me give you, Falange, let me give you a, a tidbit. So, yeah, a little tidbit. He gets on a, the episode with another gay man mm-hmm. and they're, well, with a gay man and they're going at, not going at it, but kind of debating on, he's like, why are they pushing this agenda? Why are there all these gay people on Empire? What the fuck is going on? You know, like a lot of people be saying. That's crazy. And he's just like, the, the gay guy is kind of saying like, well, damn, like, you know, that's a regular thing for it to be gay people everywhere. It's not an agenda. Like, we exist, but people just been acting like we didn't exist. But now they're not acting like it anymore. Like, what's the problem? Like, why do we have to have... But it, it was a good episode. From then on, I've seen this man's trajectory go from that to now he's standing up for us. Like, that ain't cool, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but not... In, and he don't benefit from this. Like, you don't got any gay... Uh, siblings nope, or your nope, only child nope, you nope. you don't you don't directly benefit from this shit he's really just speaking up and like I said where he's from he's from Brooklyn yeah most people look at me funny for it but it's like you're not the type of person I want to be around anyway if that's if you can't so the thing was with XD he asked me questions that I couldn't answer mm. Mm. And made me think, right? Because I need to be able to explain where I'm coming from. And if I can't, then there's a problem. Mm. And so I didn't turn around and ask other people that same question. Where do you want them to go? Mm. What, what do you expect them to do? Um, what is your version of masculinity? What, so like, and these are questions that people get stumble over themselves with. They don't know how to answer. And to me, that is the beginning of changing your thought on toxic thoughts and, you know, homophobia and things like that. And holy shit, that shit was mind blowing for me to realize like that shit came from nowhere. It just came from a bunch of niggas that were scared to say, yo, it's okay to be different. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sitting on the podcast wearing a wig. It's dope. It's fire. <laughs> Shout out to me. You know anything? Um, so I want to talk about one of your podcast episodes where mm-hmm. you mentioned about females falling in love too quickly after having sex. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so I wanna I wanna break that down a little bit. Why do you think that the female is falling in love? After sex, are you actually making love to her? All right, so I don't remember the actual her? clip. 
and that's not a stance that I want to take, like a general stance, mm -hmm. but it's like, I think what I said was, I hate that after you have great sex with a person, it can't just be that it was great sex. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are we now? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, where is this going? Jesus Christ. Right, Long? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And so my boy, if you want to speak on what I happened with you. Um, so I recant, I, I recant, I spun the block on my ex or whatever. And um, we was chilling, you know, everything was going cool or whatever. You know, we started fucking again. But, you know, it's, it's been like a gap. We ain't fuck, we ain't have sex in years. So, you know, I guess I'm just letting out all that. What's her sign? Pisces. I love Pisces. Pisces? No, I don't. Shout out to us. No, what? Don't. what? <laughs> I love Pisces. Yes, for lunch. You know what? what? That's probably why you're surrounded by cancers. Because cancer yeah, and Pisces. Um, true. I'm trying to get away from these motherfuckers. <laughs> Pisces is crazy. But, yes, we are. But I ain't going to front, you know. Emotional. He warned me. He said, yo, bro, listen, you're going to open up Pandora's box and you're going to be pissed off. And you know, after the first time we fucked is, so what are we doing? And I'm just like, um... Not um, <laughs> but this was someone we that just, you were in a previous relationship. Exactly, with. Yeah, so I feel like that's different. It's just not fucking like, to, like you, different, to you, to <laughs> you. So I, I don't have a problem with you asking once. I said, look, listen, I don't want a relationship. I love you. Maybe later on, maybe something might happen. But right now, I just want to just do me. You told her you love her. Of course, I still love her to this day. I'm just not gonna be with her. Love her from afar. If you really love somebody. So, Lou, can I ask him a question? Have you ever? done what you had to do to get what you want out of a situation. Of course. When you tell us, so she's telling you, I'm okay with not being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Do you not realize that sometimes women will do what they have to do to get what they want out of a situation? You're telling her you love her. You're back with her after y'all splitting from that law. You're making passionate love to this chick, mm -hmm. to her. Excuse me, pardon me, um, young lady, if you're listening. <laughs> you're lying to her, my nigga, and she's lying to herself. Y'all are both lying to each other and, and the oh. thing is And that's why it comes to this crazy combustion at the end Because nobody's telling the truth Because everybody's being selfish so And greedy think, Do so, you think she's also lying to herself? Because it's like She might Absolutely kinda, She kind of notifies But she thinks maybe if she keeps No woman Pardon me I'm not going to say no woman But let's think about this mm -hmm. Your ex That you were in love with mm -hmm. Y'all get back together, y'all rekindle after years, and y'all start having sex. Do you think she wants to be looked at as just having sex? If she swung the block, huh? That's also my point of view, too. Because it's so, possible that she mm -hmm. does, but I don't think she wants, she would rather make that choice for herself. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want a man or a lover to make that choice for her mm -hmm. that I'm just worth pussy. Right. If I deem you just dick, <laughs> fine. You know, women say that all the time. You're just dick now. Are you comfortable with that? But that's because she made that choice. He's making that choice for her. I don't think I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. So either. To be fair, right? So the, I hear what you're saying, but it's like we can't be out here preaching transparency and, you know, being truthful and being vulnerable, <laughs> and you don't say these things. So if we have, so if we're in a situation where we're gonna have a conversation, yo, what are we doing? Because I want this, right? If you say I want this, then open up the door so we can have a conversation about what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. So if you say, yo, look, I don't want this, then I'm gonna move like, okay, you know what? Well, I don't want this either, you know, to be honest. Like maybe if you were to say, yo, I wanna be with you, I, I might've considered it. 
but I'm really more so leaning towards I don't want this either. So now I'm moving on. We both don't want this page. You can't get mad at me because I'm going off of the words that you use to express how you felt. So Did you why say it first or she said it first? She said it first. Okay. You know, so like you really like what am I really supposed to do? Is this the you ex know? that you went yo, this nigga went on <laughs> he went <laughs> what episode was that? This nigga went to all the exes of the people that was gonna be on the show and give them a review on how good oh, they sex yo. was. Dick yo. We did dick yo. Yo, <laughs> is this that ex where she said you had to improve on something? No. Uh no. Wasn't that just did last you? week? Nah, that's the first dick yo. You wasn't on. I it. wasn't on the first he wasn't, dick yo. But the first uh, funny thing is he oh, no. did dick yo first. You, you talk about my dick yo? Yeah. Oh, talk, oh, cause he did so one too. Dick Yelp. No. So, yeah. So <laughs> it was a. You went to the exes mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the people that were on the show. Right. Was but he not on that? Episode? He wasn't on that episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the thing is, is that he did the original Dick, dick Yelp on freaking Frack. I believe it was freaking Frack years yeah. ago, and he suggested yeah. it to me, oh. and was like, "Yo, do it." So what I did oh, is so I had guys come on the idea? show. It was his idea. Well, it just comes from actually from Twitter. A young lady on Twitter, um, Kiana Banks, um, started Dick Yelp is and. Still out? Shit, nigga, if you go to Dick Yelp on Twitter, it is nuts. Oh, it's still out. Yeah. I remember that was like a, a thing, but it's still a thing. They came back. Yeah, they got deleted and they came back. I think so shout out to I wonder if she's <laughs> able to make that lucrative or is it just like a thing? She should be able to, but oh, it's very so. messy. She knows that. It could get People very, love it's mess. It's crazy. Dude. It's money and mess. Dick Yelp was very, very, his Dick Yelp was mad entertaining. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You probably can't put it everywhere, though, because of... Yeah. Rental guidance and stuff like that. No, not everywhere, but just a place Twitter for like sure. a like a website, like an app. Put it on podcast. Make it a show. Podcast it. Oh yeah, that's good too. Yeah. That's well, we had a segment. Today, yeah, we got a segment coming called Dick Yo. Oh really? So that we'll do it on our Patreon. Yeah, look out for Watch out for um, Dick Yo. Has she trademarked this? I'm gonna need her to. You know what I mean? Good luck. Yeah, so bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because she said I they came after her. Right? That Kirk. Yo. Who the fuck is knocking? What's popping? Who at the door? Who's that ringing on our window? So boom. Ow. You are from Brooklyn. Yeah. You were a drug uh, dealer. Uh-huh. You sold crack. Yeah. You cooked crack. That's right. You sprinkled some honey in the crack That's just right. to give the That's right. the crackheads a little bit of Damn, you know, I ain't know. Yeah. Sprinkle some air. Yeah, put a little honey in that. Should I check the door? No. It might be some money. <laughs> what is it? We using the room. What are you knocking for? I'm sorry. Cash flow dollar. Cash flow dollar? I don't know what's up, homie. The wig is about to be crazy. Yeah, we had till eight thirty. Maybe. That's why I didn't want to open it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got our audience wondering what the fuck is going on. But then he would have kept knocking. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Henny Crack. So was that was that an idea you heard of, or you just came up with that on your own? I'm not gonna lie to you. I do not know. And then, I, yo, the crackheads might have taught me that. Crack has taught me a lot about cooking crack. You know what I'm saying? Like, elaborate, um, elaborate on just your life in as a drug dealer, like. How long was you doing that shit for? Like, and was, was the henny and the crack boosting the sales? It definitely boosts the sales. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Henny crack is crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what happened was, I lost my job. I was um, working on Wall Street, and I wanted to like be a lawyer. I was working 12 hours a day, seven days a week. And I was making a decent amount of money for me at that time. But this was the middle of the crack era. It was actually the end of the crack what era. What year was this? Uh, 1999, I believe. Okay. 
uh, 2000, 1999, 2000, something like that. And I went to my boss who I have the keys to the office on Wall Street, 40 Wall Street. And I told him like, yo, you know, I knew his, his associate partner was a waitress before she became a lawyer. And he would go to her bar and that would be his waitress all the time. And he said, yo, you know what? I'm gonna put you through law school. You're smart, I'm gonna put you through law school. And now she's his, he's the senior partner, she's the associate partner. It's their names on the door. Fire. Wow. So now I'm in there and I'm doing the booking, I'm doing the calendar, I'm going to do all of the premise, the, the uh, law books, looking up shit to put in the case, sending them to court with my work. The, and I'm billing for them. So after I work for a certain amount of time, I go to the machine and I say, I just worked 40 minutes, that's rounded up to an hour, that's $350 that we're charging this client per hour. Oh. I thought you were right. saying you was taking that home. No, he's getting paid. Exactly. But I'm getting paid $17 for that. Mm. But I'm billing $350 for it. And he's home. Sure. Right? So I'm like, boom, if I'm smart enough, and you got me from being a clerk to moving up to being your executive assistant. Now I got my own office. I got my own uh, assistant. Right? So I'm like, I go to him. I have a whole plan as to why and how I should be able to go to law school to get my degree, let me move in at this shit. And they basically said no. He said no. They said no. Wow. Did he say why? And this around the time is, they just said you get paid too much and they didn't want to make that investment. But That's you made it. investment in the, in the other bitch, the white, she was white. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She was beautiful, by the way. Shout out to Maura, Maura Taggart, I believe her name is. Maybe but, um, Maura, bitch. Laura <laughs> Doherty, something like that. But, but um, in any case, a little sidetrack to that is when I would get off of work, I'm coming home with a check after two weeks that it's taxes coming out of it and I got to save up for shit. My friends is buying Iceberg every day, Coogee every day, Gucci every day, Bally every day. What an era. Nigga. <laughs> Do you understand? Every day. Yeah. Every day. They got bricks of money in their hand this big every day. Day. Oh my God. And I'm coming home in a suit and tie and standing next to them, smoking weed with them, tie loose around my neck because I'm tired, but I don't want to go home because I'm waiting to smoke all day. And these niggas like, yo, Tyler, come on, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, whatever, whatever. Then I go rush home. Sometimes I meet them at the tunnel after work with whatever. And I was just looking around like, yo, this is corny, blood. Mm-hmm. And so basically, you know, long story short, I started learning how to, to do it. They did not want me to do it. They told me, no, nigga, this ain't for you. You got a house. You got a mom. This, this, you ain't like us, you nigga. Uh, uh. Crazy. <laughs> you got a mom. You got a mother. Huh? <laughs> you know, ain't had no moms. You know, a lot of niggas is, have bad circumstances mm-hmm. and fall into that. You know what I'm saying? And they don't, you know, they ain't want me to do it, but I needed, I needed it. So, mm-hmm. so I you became can't it. Fuck it. I became it. And I got really good at it. I got really, really good at it, man. But um, How long was you doing it for? I want to say maybe six or seven years just to crack, just to crack selling, you know, maybe six or seven years. But I had my days as a thief, a robber, you know what I'm saying? Running in people's houses or, you know, running in check cash and places and shit like that, robbing stores and, you know, getaway driver. You know, I did a, I did a few things in life, Fire. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Before that. So, Fire. yeah, I mean, I, you, when you grow up in the street, you learn certain things and you do certain things to become cool. You know what I'm saying? So, Niggas need a getaway car. I got a car. 
I'm not going to be good with the guns at this point in my life. So I'll park down a block and y'all get out. Do y'all think, yo, bro, nigga, you ain't never did nigga till you see a nigga. You get out. They get out. They put their hoods on. They walk down the block. You get out. You put a piece of cardboard over your license plate, mm-hmm. right? They go down the block and then all you hear is, boom, 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 boom. I'm putting the cardboard on the license plate. I hear, boom, 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 boom. I'm like trying to get back in the car and shit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Yo, I take off. They get in. We take off. Get back around the way and I'm just like, yo, you're crazy. <laughs> like, you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? But imagine getting away with that. Imagine getting away with that. That's the life. That yeah. was the life. Because so, well, you said, yeah, but are you really, would you? First of all, I don't think I would have got past the cardboard part because once <laughs> I heard something, I would have just fucked up. I almost did. But you had to because then people would see your license plate on the drive away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. So you work well under pressure. Um, that adrenaline must have been crazy. Adrenaline was crazy. But you get used to it. You know, I remember one time one of my friends, my best friend, tried to rob me and put a gun to my face. Wait, hold wow. on. Hold on. Your best friend. Yeah, one of my best friends. This was during that era. Mm-hmm. What's before? This? Before all of that. Yeah, this is oh, before mid, you were mid 90s. Before you were selling drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the friend sign? Cancer. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. How long y'all was God tried to rob you? <laughs> no. Yeah. How long have y'all been friends? And you said tried, so they didn't succeed? Nah, he wouldn't expect me. I had a full leg cast on. I had a cast from my ankle to my, uh, what is this, to my thigh? Yeah, up. Because I broke my kneecap. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess he just felt that I was, he was just jealous of me for a long time. That is a thing. You want a cast. You're going to get to jealousy, but yeah. so you fucked him up. How did he not yeah, I hit him you? over the head with a 40 bottle. He wasn't expecting That's so that. That's crazy. <laughs> a jealous person I'm just like I'm more happy for people before mm-hmm. I ever get jealous like, that's a whole story though you don't want to get into the story you, you're not um, some of this I'm going to say for my book but basically a oh. bunch of our friends who actually were in the game was testing me um, he thought that he had bullets in his gun they already took the bullets out the gun and they told me that he was around there looking for me so they went to see if I was going to come around the corner mm-hmm. and at first I decided not to but then I was just like I can't let that nigga like be on my block acting like he gonna do something to me. And I stay in the crib. Yeah. So I was with Tron. And I told Tron what was going on. And Tron, you know, he was like, I'm coming with you. I said, nah, I'm dropping you off. And he was like, "Um, nah, nah, nah. And I was like, nigga, this ain't your life. This is my life. I ain't gonna bring you around the corner to a gun. I know your family. You know what I'm saying? I'll call you later. Dropped him off, went around. He ain't know that I knew what was going on. And then when he tried to do it, I didn't know there was no bullets in the gun. But... The audacity. Like, nigga, we in love. I love you, nigga. Like, you, the audacity, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So boom. And so I went and took a swig of the 40, and she's like, got it up. And he's like, nigga, give me everything. And I just said, Oh, shit. Gangsta. That's like a scene of a movie. Yeah. Gangsta. And I got full leg cast. That's a menace to society. <laughs> <laughs> and then his friend, then all of our friends jumped in. And he had like two people with him. They kicked him out. They beat him up, shot him. Like, he shot him. Wait, so what happened? As so they should. He gotta, he gotta pack his shit and never come to the block nah, again. He now. come around for a long yeah, time. No. If you have a gun and you get your ass whooped by a nigga with a cast, yo, on, you gotta leave the borough. You can never return. Yeah, you, you gotta move to Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> you go to Atlanta, you start fresh, nigga. But let's be clear. Let me and him made up years later. We made up years later. But it was, that it was be. a that was a um, pivotal point for me because when I realized I was a man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That wasn't scared no more. You know, you grow up without a dad, no brothers. You grow up in the hood, everybody doing all this shit. You kind of, 
you looking for reality. It's better than me. You know what I'm saying? And um, I found it that night. I realized I was real. I ain't need nothing else. I didn't need no gun. I ain't need them niggas. I, I did that for me. Mm-hmm. And then I ain't really have to prove nothing to nobody after that. It's fire. I wanted to get into, we had this topic before. Did you have anything? No, go ahead. We had a topic before where we talked about what would you say if your friend admitted that they were jealous of you? Like, yeah, we did. What? What do you, you had? You had a situation like this. Um, where they admitted it, no. like in in a, in a way where they're kind of like being healthy about it. They're not trying to oh. be jealous, but they can't help it, and they're just expressing themselves. What do you do in a moment like that? I've been that person before. You know, I'm. I wasn't a real. So me, I've never ever really been like an envious person to the point where it's like unhealthy. You know, so I've been in situations where I, I was really fucked up. And um, I was down and out, you know, money is low, you know, got fired, got no hustle, you know, and some of my friends or friends in particular are thriving and shit like that. And I kind of, I looked at it and I was just like, damn, you know, like, well, what about me? Not saying like to, to them, because, you know, it's my responsibility to get it on my own, but really more so like, you know, to God or like to whoever's listening. And then I was like, yo, listen, bro, you know, um, I remember when you was X, Y, and Z, now you Z, Y, X, you know, starting a third, blah, blah, blah. And I'm pretty much giving him all this praise in reference of, you know, admiring him for like, you know, how his transition and his growth and where he became. And I was actually happy that I didn't get, it wasn't really like an unhealthy, evil, diabolical kind of thing. Just really more so like, you know, praise. And then we started conversing about me and he put me in a situation where I was never down again. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> shout out to that. Shout out to down that. Good friends. It's hard to find good friends. Yeah. I know you had some type of situation where somebody had to admit they was jealous of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Not quite. laughs> it's what okay. it is, man. I mean, if you're a real friend, you want the best for your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so unfortunate that everybody don't want the best for you, but sometimes you got to realize, like, you special. You special. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't realize that about themselves, and so they realize everybody else is special, but... There's something in them that they got to prove. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him and hopefully that he finds whatever he needs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, That's what it is. I think that um, there's a difference sometimes, though, when you have friends that kind of like throw it in your face, like, yeah, I'm doing this, that, and the third, da, 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 da. Yeah. And for friends who are more subtle and understanding of your situation, so they try not to. I think I'm that friend where I feel like, like when I'm really up, I don't try to like really brag about it too much when I know that one of my friends is really fucked up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that comes off like low key bragging to me in a sense. But at the same time, like I just want to be able to express like my gratitude somehow in some way. Like, yeah, I'm so thankful that I'm able to do this now or, you know, I have this promotion and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I can say about me and, the, you know, my co host right here, our mindset is, I'm not really eating if you starving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there'll be times where he's tossed me some plays. You know, he's involved me into some shit. I'll try to get like, I, like you know, with the whole dick yo thing. I wasn't even podcast at the time. I said, yo, bro, something that I did that was super fire. I think you should do that. It'll probably, you know, do numbers for you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So I, one thing I can say about us, and I'm glad I don't have this. You know, I'm glad that people around me are like that. I know, like, I could be super duper up. But if you my mans and you're not quite situated, am I really up? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we out to eat. I'm the only one eating. Y'all just going to look at me eat. Everyone right. should be each other's right. questions. So, you yeah. know, well, I don't want to drag this topic, but I did want to say one last thing. I feel some type of way if I feel like you're a friend that 
not saying you owe me nothing, but if you see I'm going through some shit and it don't occur to you at no point to be like, here's five dollars or something, you know? Right. You don't even think about it, like. You know, I I don't expect anything from anybody. Right. Not but at least right. ask me yeah. how I'm doing. Like, yo, how you doing yeah. today, it's bro? You good? At least you know some type like, of concern or acknowledgement. I don't know, because if no. it was you, I would do it for you. Like, so, I'm an only child, though. Go ahead. Child. Oh, so you? So you got the only child. It, I, I had to learn how to um, care about other people. Like, yeah, I, you know, because I was always worried about myself, fending for self. I remember this one time, my homeboy Giza, um, I'm eating Chinese food on the corner, and he's like, "Yo, let me get a piece." I'm like, "No, it's mine." He's like, "Yo, my nigga, yo, we share everything, nigga." You the only one, nigga. You a crab, nigga. You don't, you everything. You want to get yours. You want to go off to the side. You want to get your own weed. You want to go off and do your own little thing. Like, my nigga, like, you, you ain't, like, we, this is what niggas do. We a family, nigga. You the only one that kind of just always want to get your piece and go. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you move with everybody. And, I mean, is that the best advice in the world? Maybe not. Maybe it depends on, you know, how you want to look at it, but it definitely made me start thinking about my moves differently. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Boom. So I want to talk about medium ugly. <laughs> we talk about medium we talk about medium ugly a lot on this show, but it's in reference to niggas. How do y'all feel about medium ugly women? They got the best pussy. They got the best sex for ah, what, what is medium ugly? <laughs> so you want to go for you want me to do? Do what you do, player. You feel me? So I kind of rate women based on like two major factors, right? Oh God, please God. Like mathematically, I'm like, how her face look, how pretty is she, how her body look? You know what I'm saying? So like, let's say like that bottle is a young lady. Top of her face is a seven. Her body is a ten. Ten plus seven equals seventeen. Seventeen divided what? by two is like eight and a half. So she had eight and a half. <laughs> it's, it actually kind of makes sense though. That's how I do it. You know, like that real shit. Like that's how I rate every woman. I'm like face body. Okay, I'm doing math in my head all fucking day. So all day is bad math. Just averaging it. Mad averaging women. Out. So this, <laughs> this is the thing though, because I get it. It does make sense, but then it's like you can't be so technical because sometimes it be something about a person that you don't know what it is, but they just. Mm, you know, you ever been attracted? Y'all ever been like attracted to somebody for some weird ass reason? You can't show them your yes. friends because it's like, yes. why am I attracted to this nigga? Like, you know? I mean, I show my friends. They be like, you be liking some. <laughs> I promise you. You can't explain it. It's just something about them. That's what I'm saying. It sounds, it makes sense on paper, but it's like, it's certain people got that je ne sais quoi about them that you can't yeah, there you go. explain what it is. You know I what I mean? I can't spell that, but yeah. Me neither. I've never been a looks person <laughs> a either. Like, really? Looks, looks, okay, looks attract you first and foremost, but like then when you start talking to somebody and you're like, oh, I actually like your conversation. Push that mic up actually, to you. Yeah. I actually think you're funny. Man, which funny is attractive. Niggas? Which is attractive. Yeah. Attracting. And next thing you know, y'all sucking and fucking each other. Yes. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. And next thing you know, they all you think of. It's Yo, like, damn, medium ugly. You don't even see what they look like anymore. Mm -hmm. And people looking at you like, why do you like this? Right. Like, what is it? But it's not always about the looks. Yeah. Like, you ever meet somebody that look good, but then it's like, they boring as fuck. That's most, most good have a, people they, don't be it. They mm -hmm. can't hold a the conversation. They're not funny. They don't think I'm funny. 
Like, I kind of want you to think I'm a little funny. conversation part. If you can't hold a conversation, I'm sorry. Oh, you don't find me that interesting because you're worried about yourself so much. Because you look good. Yo. Yo. I've been around a girl that looks like, oh, she do is thinking, oh, my God, this. Oh, my God, my hair. Oh, my God, this. Oh, we going to um, Carbone. Oh, it's just like looking at you like, yo. I want my meet a mugly bitch now. Yeah. I want her yeah. Now. Where's the seven? I can take her to Carbone. <laughs> I can take her to the club. I can take her roller skating. We can walk and talk. It's a fucking, it's Vibe. flames, it's vibes Vibe. when I'm with her. And she makes the best sex faces. Medium ugly chicks make Sorry. the best sex faces. They look back at you like, <laughs> you be like, oh God, yeah, baby, grab by the fucking head. I, I had this one face. medium ugly chick. I, I was in that shit deep. That bitch burped on me. I said, ooh. Sexy. No, what? She burped right on my shoulder. I was like, no. Oh, I'm cute. Little sexy. You be into some wild shit. She burped on she your shoulder. On my shoulder. I don't like I burps. fuck the gas out. I don't know. Burping is different. Like belching? I don't like burps because it got a smell. Like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. if it got had that a gassy smell. smell. <sighs> oh, God. Was it like a loud burp or was it low? That shit has some bass. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> Not the burp. Have you ever smashed? Again, after they pussy was stink. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And it still stunk again the second time. No. Okay. I'm gonna keep it hundred. I hit that thing three times. And it, it stunk all three times. It was bad all three times. But it was good because you went back. No. She was really cute. The pussy was calm, but I was really more concerned about the smell. What does it mean, calm? Her pussy was calm. Like it was. It was. I don't remember it that That's, much. So, like it was. If I don't remember it, then I was like, okay, I guess it got. If the it job has done. a smell, why would you go a third time? Because you know, as niggas, we could be kind of shallow. Everybody is entitled to like. You can have a bad day. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I, you know, sometimes shit happens. So I'm not gonna sit here and be like, nah, this bitch pussy stink. So I said, you know, she was cool. I said, I'm gonna spend a block. But plus, chicks be going through shit. Yeah. Like, y'all be having BV and y'all be having y'all issues and shit. Like, it is it. I don't feel like a woman wants, like, it's different if you show up and your booty, I think it's different if your booty smell like shit than your <laughs> pussy smell, have a have something going on with it. That's something you have a conversation with. She can ex- explain whatever she's going on, her body, maybe something, whatever, because it could be me affecting her too. It could be something that I did that I'm putting in her and it ain't, it ain't reacting well. Mm-hmm. But I've had sex with women where their ass smelled like shit. You oh, spread yeah. the shit and the ass come out and smelled like dookie. That's and we did not have anal. Smoking. So that's different because you have not, first of all, have you washed your ass? Do you wipe it well enough? That's different than if, you know, something's going on down there that we can have a conversation about. You so know. I don't really like to shame women on, on things that's going on in their private parts. Okay, so as a woman... Mm-hmm. You smell your body. It does not matter um, if the man smelled it first. You should. Be, you have to be the first one. How much pussy you had it. in your life? None. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I've had a lot. But, and I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of times I open up the drawers and there ain't no smell until you get in there and you right. fucking it and the shit come down and then out the pussy somewhere comes this something and it's like, uh-oh. What's going on? And if you have a conversation with most women, they're like, that's that's like BV or some reaction to condoms, reaction to pHs that you've had sex with other women and you're putting it in there and or spit on your shit and you're putting it in her shit and it's reacting badly. So I personally, as a man, don't like to speak on women's mm-hmm. vagina, right? Because it's just... I can understand that, but sometimes I feel like nine times out of 10, it's not something that is just building up during is it's it was something that was already there and possibly. what you're doing is probably so what, making what you, it worse what do you expect women with bv to do not have sex until you clear it up 
PV, yeah. I don't think it's something that you can clear just cl- clear up like that. PV, bacterial vaginosis? Yes, you can. No, I think it comes and goes and it comes and goes. It's like an ongoing thing, I believe, from what I've heard. I mean, I'm sure it is something that comes and goes, but it's something that you have to stay on top of. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. depending on what you wash with down there, everybody can't use Dove soap. Everybody, mm-hmm. some people have to use, you know, actual soap for down there and take probiotics and main, stay on top of that, drink your water. I get it. I well, get for, it. for me, I just want to say shout out to the ladies that's going through shit down there. And some men out here are supportive of it. And you could talk to them, have those conversations. Definitely pay attention to what she's saying. And make um, sure he's wearing a condom. Make sure, yeah, yeah, you know. Do people wear condoms anymore? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Why am I looking at me like I'm a Monday Night Raw nigga? <laughs> are you, you're not in a relationship, right? No. So, gotta think. You know? I feel like it was Why a point Why you gotta think about that? Because you never know, I'll be forgetting sometimes. You ever woke up and forgot you was in a relationship? Oh. <laughs> you never forgot you had a partner? Like, real shit? I you never had I shit? never had a relationship, so I don't even know how to answer that. You never had a relationship? Mm-mm. Really? Never had like a long term. Why is that? I don't know. I think yes, you do. I think I'm oh, because you're a Leo. I'm a Leo. No. Oh, I didn't. wow. <laughs> shout out to Leo. Yo, shout out to Leo. Right this is the thing with me. I'm like, I'm a real nigga. So when and when I say that, I mean I'm very upfront and honest, and I'm gonna call you on your shit. So and I'm a person where if you show me who you are the first time, I believe you. So you know how somebody shows you who they are, and you're like, oh, you know, when you see a red flag, you're like, oh, that's just nothing. If I see like you doing some weird shit or some whack shit or some some corny bullshit, I'm like, mm. so you look for perfection? No, I don't want perfection. But so where's the where's the medium between being able to make a mistake or something that you don't like and then being perfect? Okay, so it's only one chance that you're giving, it and you're not even giving that. Well, usually before I even walk away, I kind of already see little little weird shit going on. But then when you actually some shit goes down, it's like I'm okay. Like, I kind of see where this is going. And then one thing, I'm very intuitive. I know you're intuitive as well. You're Pisces. Mm-hmm. You're a Cancer. You're very intuitive. You're intuitive. But I feel like you be trying to act like you don't want to... I don't want to what? You don't want to pay attention. But we'll, that's another topic for another day. But, um... <laughs> you getting it. <laughs> the strays. Okay? You got so, your vest on? So, boom. That's crazy. But all I'm saying is, I'm intuitive. So, I kind of know if I like you within the first couple of... Interactions and it's like mm. it goes off vibes. You know what advice? Why, why force it? You know what advice Tahoe gave me once? Well, it wasn't really advice, but it's something that I picked up from. He was talking. He was talking to me about like an old relationship he had or some shit like that, and some shit that had transpired. And I remember I was like, "Damn, nigga, you a better man than me," because that couldn't have been me. You feel me? And then we started talking. He was like, "Yo, bro, you don't know how to like go through shit." Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I was like. Yeah, I don't know how to go through shit. Damn, I'll be smart you know what I'm sometimes. Saying? <laughs> so, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I give credit where credit's due. So, I'm the same way. Like, usually I go for the, like, if, if we don't connect off rip, nah, you gotta get out of here. Or the minute something I see I don't like, nah, I'm out. But, you know, people are entitled to make mistakes. Cause sometimes I'll, I'll fuck up. There are times where I, there are times where, you know what, she should stop fucking with me. Even though I was a mistake and I, I, I'm not like that, she should stop fucking with me. But I do deserve a second chance. You deserve a second chance. We all deserve second, second chances. What if someone, was getting to you were getting to know somebody and y'all were getting to know each other and they had HIV and didn't tell you for mad long. I understand. <laughs> I get it. I get and it. it's not even about I that. It. It's about we're getting to know each other and we're talking and we're 
you know when you get to know somebody, you have you had sex? No, thank God. But either way, I feel like we probably would have had sex and they probably wasn't going to say nothing. When was you going to say something? All right. So I have a question for you, right? So you're an openly gay man, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm not sure what your history has been like or how you've grown up. But, you know, especially where we come from, New York City, there are tons and tons of guys that are gay or that have been gay mm -hmm. and want to express that and come out. But they don't you know how hard it is, like, you know, to like just come out and just do that shit. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure like, okay, you know, this person does have HIV, but that's like probably one of like the biggest obstacles that a person has to live with for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at it as damn you had HIV and didn't tell me. He probably looking at it as that, yo, damn, how do I and when do I tell him? Because I ain't gonna front. Now imagine he just come out and tell you and y'all stop fucking around. So now you're just a regular stranger and I know I got HIV. We was so about to fuck like literally that day, like that night. I was about to like get dressed to go and then he like slid it in there like, oh, by the way, I'm positive. Excuse me? We've been getting to know each other all this time. How long is a long time? I say like two months. That's not I was about to say two weeks. I was Baby, that's not two months is not a long time. Like on the phone every day. No, it is. That's a, that's my a long time to be loved and building shit. Like you, we are getting to know each other. Two months. Is we good. talk about our childhood traumas. You never. Excuse me. I I couldn't fuck because to me I feel like you were. What else are you? First of all, what are you hiding? It gave me very conniving. Mm -hmm. It just I was very disgusted. Not at the HIV part, but really at. How you held that on, and we talked. I thought I thought we were getting to know each other. When was you gonna bring this up? And then you waited till right before we was about to find. You know what, Kurt? That's exactly that. how I, I feel that. about this one situation I had with this guy, right? He had HIV. No. Oh. But we were talking for like two weeks, right? At the two week mark, he was like, "Yeah, mind you, he never mentioned anything about him having a child." So he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go pick up my daughter this weekend, so <laughs> I can't, so I can't hang with you," and I'm like. When were you gonna mention that you had a kid? This was two weeks in. Yeah, that's that's nah. Two weeks. I just felt like. But what know. kind of questions are y'all asking each other? I mean, you I, never I asked him I, if he had children. I think I asked him like, "Oh, do you have kids?" And I think he just kind of ignored the question. It was through text message. That's why I don't like texting. Is, is right. having so kids a deal breaker? Ignoring shit. She do be ignoring shit. Okay. Is having kids a deal breaker <laughs> for you? I don't. It's not a deal breaker. But why wouldn't you mention that? Okay, I get that, I but like is having kids that. a deal? Because that's a big thing on social media where a lot of women and men said they don't like dealing with somebody with. with but it, there's a part two I have to this question, so please oh. let me get to the part two. But is it a deal breaker for you? It's not a kids? deal breaker, but it just felt like okay. Would you rather deal with a guy that's a good dad or a deadbeat? I would love a guy who's a good dad. Because I feel like deadbeats give people more time. And more dead. No, I would want some because I don't have respect for somebody who don't take care of their child. Because then, if I have a child with you, what you gonna do with my kid? Like, no. Okay, so my part two. <sighs> Not him um, leading my show. Go ahead. I don't mean to. <laughs> do your thing. But it's something. Being that we're having these kind of questions about, mm -hmm. like, say, deal breakers and disclosures, mm -hmm. there's something I did. I've never asked on our show or so shameless, and I meant to, but it slipped my mind because Dodge be just killing me. Um, are you supposed to, if you're a felon? Is that something that you have to tell somebody? Like, is that something that has to come up? Like, if you say two, three months go by and you don't tell them two months three go by. months? But felon said, all right, I went to jail before. But now I do my own businesses, whatever. I've never told you, but. Excuse me? Okay. You, you, are you a felon? Yes. Yes, you're a felon. You've been telling nice. That was a huge part of your life. At the time. At the time. Not saying you got to walk around just saying it, but if you're getting to know somebody. This is 18 years ago. I could forget. <laughs> I swear to God. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot I went to jail. I went jail. to jail 18 years ago. Okay, so if I'm on, because I'm looking at it from me with the last nigga, like on the phone every day, everything that we're doing, I'm calling you right after, like, yeah, what you doing? We're on the phone all the time. It never occurs to you to think about, to just say it. But I don't think that's a deal breaker for me, though. But it's just like, well, what the fuck? Why, when was you going to say something? I mean, again, you know, so I feel like what we have to understand, we have to stop putting our time limits on somebody else's traumas, you know? So maybe there's some things that happen with you that you got to reach a certain level of comfort before you tell this nigga. He might feel, you could tell me that after three weeks, well, nigga, the way it affected me, I need 90 days to see if I want to tell you this shit, you know? So I feel Well, that's like we different between you forgot and I That's need, different. That is different. Well, he didn't forget. He just, I'll be forgetting. You didn't forget. I, I feel like I the, what she has to say. the problem comes in where you in a relationship five years down the line and you link up with one of your old cellmates or something. <laughs> and then y'all together. And then he's like, oh, wait, oh, you like, babe, where you know him from? Up oh, top. yeah, I was locked up with him at Rikers, whatever. Da 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 da. But you, she's like, what? Like, five years is crazy. You complete. Okay. <laughs> but I'm so saying, what's like, the limit on what's when the do time you say frame something? do you think that you're going to introduce that? that part of your life happened. That's so crazy to me because I've never disclosed that in life. It's come up in conversation, but it's not something that I say, like as if I have children. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody asks me who I am, I'm gonna say I'm a father. Mm -hmm. I say, you know, I work for the city, I have podcasts, whatever. These are the things that matter to me. This is who I am. This is who, what I do that defines me. That doesn't define me. Like right. it's something that happened in my past. It's definitely a, you know, it's part of my story, mm -hmm. but it does not define me today for me to walk into a new dating situation and say, this is something I think you need to know about me. Mm -hmm. But for on the receiving end, it is something that people want to know. Mm -hmm. And I found that on the internet very recently and I was like kind of blown away. Like, seriously? I, you know what too with the internet, I feel like people act like they feel a kind of way, but then when it's a real situation, it's like you, you really don't even give a fuck. You just being extra because you want attention. Like, I don't think that's a deal breaker. You, if they don't tell you, if they, all right. What if they if, don't if tell they you? If they never told me, then that's kind of weird if we're like in a relationship. But if you, if we end up, it comes up and it's like, oh shit, like I did time. I'm not going to leave. Like that's crazy. And everything else is good. I'm not leaving. Exactly. I feel like people only really be having a problem with the felon shit if it affects their everyday life. So, you know, most niggas with, with felons, they have a hard time finding jobs. Mm -hmm. They have that problem. Most people who are felons, usually because they have a hard time getting a job, they low on bread or they on some street shit. You also don't have that problem. Most people who have felonies don't can't travel. You know, like usually when you when you have an F on your friggin' resume, it kind of it's like the biggest obstacle for you to like kind of enjoy everyday life. So maybe you don't they don't probably don't ask you about it because they probably won't, one wouldn't expect you to have a felony and two kind of live a pretty decent good life yeah. you know what I'm saying but let's I say I remember if, going to the fucking um, job interview and I know you wanted to say something I, I think know. but I remember going to a job interview um, when I came home from prison I was working at Starbucks like I knew from prison I'm not going back to the street and it wasn't nothing scary it was just that when I got up north I had a criminal possession of a controlled substance which is crack I was 31 years old Everybody else that was up there that had criminal possession of a controlled substance was 19, <laughs> was 18. Oh, shit. And I was like, you're bugging. Mm -hmm. You are way past this point in your life. Then I looked at the niggas that I was around. Shout out to the ones that I still fuck with, whatever it is, to the niggas that I don't. They were not, 
somebody that I wanted to aspire to be anymore. I had passed that. Mm. Right. So now I'm like big fish. You know what I'm saying? And so I realized that I was holding myself back. And I realized that me, I can get into any room. Mm-hmm. Mm. So... A lot of niggas can't can't do that, can't code switch like that. So I'm like, why are you playing dumb when you got other things? You got a place to go. You got places to go. So I went and went worked at Juan Valdez. That's a Colombian Starbucks. It was Juan Valdez. Expensive as fuck. Yeah, I was huge working out and I had an apron on and a hat. But every day, probably get a lot of pussy. I went to. Every day <laughs> after I left there, I went to mail rooms, different uh, places to give my resume, whatever. And I kept going up. And I remember one of my first interviews um, was a white lady. I got all the way through to the hiring process. She was like, you're hired. And she was like, you didn't cross off the, um, have, do you have a felony box? And I was like, oh, no. Yes, I have one. Oh, fuck. But, you know. And she was like, oh, well, we do background checks, so you're not going to get this job. And I was like, but you hired me already. And she's like, listen, you can sue. <laughs> we ain't hiring your ass. But you're not getting this job. I'm just telling you, like, you can well, sue. Wow. We're not sue? supposed to say no. Huh? Did you sue? I had no money. <laughs> I didn't have no money to do that, nor did I want to waste time. Like I was, yeah. I kind of felt like I was better than that. Mm-hmm. So I just looked at it like, word, and I was like, all right. I felt dejected. I went home, and I kept trying. I wanted to... After that, I wound up working on Wall Street, like, you know, months later or years later. Oh, this was before drug dealing drugs. Oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. No, after that, I wound up working on television. Oh, let's get into that. So you worked with Diddy. Damn. You remember everything. I t- I'm a, so, I'm a, I'm Kirk a, don't fuck around, okay? I never. I'm a fan of the wow. show. Wow, he did his homework for baby. years. Yeah. yeah. I worked with Diddy, Donald Trump, making the band. Real House of Housewives of Atlanta. Shout out to Nene, Kim, um, Sheree. Oh, baby, Sheree. Missy Elliott. Sheree is pretty. Oh, you dated Missy Elliott, right? <laughs> I did for a second. Just a, it was a so this is this is again Missy he loves him a canter because Missy Elliott is definitely a canter. Damn, bro. She was really stingy as fuck, huh? It was a it was a bad date. It was a bad date. But then again, maybe she was expecting me to come with a little bit more energy. You know, now, at this point, would I let her buy her own movie tickets? No. Even though I think I tried to buy it, and she was like, no, I got it. Mm. So we got to the movies, and she was with her cousin, and she went up to the kiosk outside. This is back when they used to have the the window outside where you could buy your ticket outside. And she went up, and I was like, no, I'm going to get it. She was like, no, I got it. And she bought her and her cousin a movie ticket. And then they stepped to the side, and I had to buy my own. That's just weird. (laughs) Missy, you weird for that. And and that was was the energy for the rest of the night. Her and her cousin smoked the weed. They didn't want to give me none. Yeah, it was it was energy. So after a while, I I returned the energy. Cancer's like, I've never met a stingy cancer. That's crazy. Never. Why was she doing this? And then you was about to pay for her? I wanted to. I wanted to do whatever, yeah. And she said no. Yeah, she said no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Missy weird for that. Wow. Okay, so boom, all those jobs you had. Do you have anything? Go ahead, keep going, Kirby. I like this flow. So you you had all of these different jobs. So what was the one where Reverend told you he didn't want you around his kids? Oh my God, you remember everything <laughs> <laughs> for Reverend 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 for a Reverend to tell you you are not allowed around his holy matrimony. I mean, he what sees Run's house, nigga. I know. So this was whose house? What yes. I remember that. Right? I used to watch yes. the show. So you, what were you like, a camera guy? Angela. Yeah, yeah. And I was not just some low level nigga on the show. Like I literally was a cameraman. So um, 
I had worked so hard to get from being a PA. A PA is a production assistant. You just carry water, whatever it is. And I got in with the camera crews and they trained me how to do camera, mm-hmm. right? And so now when I'm showing up to jobs, the other PAs is like, what the fuck is he doing with the camera guys? But it's because you hustle. You just got to know yeah, how to talk to people, how Come to be on, ambitious. Brooklyn. Come to, on. You know, when you work for 11 hours, you got to be there 13 hours sometimes and not get paid for it. Yeah. Just be there. You know what I'm saying? And so it just got me into different rooms. And I got, you know, after I left making the band early because run house. So when you're working those jobs and film, you'll get hired for four months. But after the fourth month, you, you and the fourth month, maybe the third month, you've got to be working on your next job because it's a contracted job. I mean, and it goes through referrals. And so I'm working on making the band. It's winding down. We're in like the fifth was month. This? this is like the latter seasons. This is Danity Kane, Danity day 26. Kane. Oh my God, that was a good. That was a good era. You was in the mix, Shout like right at the yeah, time I was on the tour with them. Yep. Dawn and Q. I seen Q fighting with, uh, I seen them having arguments in them fighting. Shout out to Q. They called my daughter. We're saying happy birthday to my daughter on her Aww. birthday in front of all her friends and shit. It was crazy. Day 26. Day 26. <laughs> Can't call. Wow. I was the father of the year that year. Shout out to my baby girl. Um, but so, yeah, I left making the band because Run House was hiring for like four months. And I'm like, I got to get on this next job, right? And I get there and we do the presetting and everything. And we go to Run's house and I'm setting up camera. I'm in and out the house. We're doing, we're setting everything up. And Run walks by. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that he noticed me, whatever. You could feel when someone no- noticed He noticed. You. I know he noticed. I saw him look at me. I'm black. And, and most of the set is white. Mm-hmm. So it was like me, two or three other black people. Mm-hmm. It's not. How can you tell? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, fuck. You know, it's, it's probably because you have a voicemail. So you know when the phone rings, you stop recording. <laughs> so good. Watch that. Watch that elbow. So, yeah. So on Run's house, um, we're doing the pre-setting and everything, walking in and out the house with the cameras, the tripods, you know, such and such. And Run walks by and he notices me. And you know, I say what's up or whatever, but not really on some shit. Just like hey, whatever. But I'm doing my thing because I'm really good at what I do. And um, what's the little one? The the t- not the young one. Russ. Russ. Diggy. Not the skinny Diggy. one. Diggy. Diggy. Nah, Diggy's the little one. Yeah. There's two little oh, ones. It's Jojo, Russ, and Jojo. Jojo, oh, the God. dickhead. <laughs> Jojo's the older one. Yeah. Yeah. Jojo, yeah. he's little than me. Yeah. Corny nigga. <laughs> he walks past me and he like looks me up and down and like a privileged kid look. Like, cause mm-hmm. why are you looking at me like that? You're younger mm-hmm. than me. Like, what you looking at me like that for? But right. I noticed, but I just kept doing what I was doing, you know, but I, you know, you could see a dickhead kid and he goes in the room with his dad and they talk for a second. He comes back out and goes downstairs and his dad comes out, calls the executive producer over and the executive producer goes in, they have a conversation and one of the story producers came up to me shortly after and was like, yo, you got to go out to the uh, trailer. And I was like, why? We ain't, we're not done. He was like, um, nah, we'll talk to you about it. Don't worry about it. They come out and they're like, yo, we're not going to be able to, uh, you're not, this is your last day. You're not ready to come back. And wow. I'm like, why? Over a look? Huh? Over a look? No, it wasn't over the look. He said, uh, Run doesn't want you around his, his girls, his daughters. So. That's crazy. The fuck? That's and why they I got was, fired. They was really young too. So what the fuck were you? What? I don't know. They were sixteen ish or something, seventeen ish something. 
you know, but I wasn't thinking about them girls. I needed that check. I needed this money. Yeah, Run didn't want me. So what was it about you that you couldn't be around his girls? No idea. And then it's like, he's saying that to you, but it could be anybody. You said it was a whole bunch of people in the house. Yeah. So it's like. And I was probably one of the best. I'm good at what I do. And so it was like, I'm very professional. I never got into those type of issues. I mean, until I got fired for being on Twitter, but that was years later. Where you got fired from? Um... I don't know. I want to say Atlanta, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Am I like third Twitter. season with them? That's when you were Reality Bites. Are you still Reality yep. Bites? Yo, you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so Reality Bites came from Reality TV Bites. So that's why it's TY, but I just felt like Reality V Bites didn't it make just, sense. Yeah. So Reality TV, but it's like, I, it was a play on that. And um, I had been traveling with TV for so long and it was just, it was becoming Boring. overbearing. Oh. No, it, was a, it was just a lot. Dealing with the different personalities, being away from my kids. You know, my kids were growing up. I had babies. I was never around them because I'm always going from project to project and I can't say no. And even if I'm home for a week, is that parenting? Nope. Even if I'm home for three weeks, is it parenting? You know what I mean? Because you're not there. And so I kind of, yeah, I kind of got really uh, disgruntled. I got, um, I think I'm, what do you call it? Uh, not disgruntled, um, jaded or burnout. Mm-hmm. I just burnt out. And you just went on a rant? Yeah. Like, fuck Nene and fuck <laughs> and just, just start going off on everybody. Well, oh, one thing I don't like about when is when you have black people on the set and they, ex- they treat you... Like you need to be grateful to be here? They, they ask you to do shit that they would not ask other people in your job to do because, but they ask you to do it because you're black. Mm-hmm. So she's like, can you go park the car? I'm a cameraman. Why am I, I going like to park that. the car? What? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I'm like, no, I can't go park the car. Yeah. Cause I need to be manning this camera. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And she's like, can you go get the lunches? And I'm like, Don't I'm not going to get lunches. I have a certain pay grade and a title that says that I'm not going to do that. And so <laughs> things like that started you know, just getting to me because don't treat me like that because I'm black and we have a certain camaraderie because of our skin color. Mm-hmm. Treat me like my title dictates. Right. You're, you're, not, you're not doing me no favors. You're doing me a disservice when you do that. You know what I mean? And so I had to call it, you know, I had to have, we had issues uh, and that, and that kind of. You got along with me. Nene? Oh, I love Nene. Really? I Shout love to Nene. Nene. I love Nene. <laughs>